This is for the nerds, this is for the brainiacs, this is what we deserve. Go ahead and play it back, you ain't gonna touch me, you're not gonna do nothing, you are not above me, I bet you wish you was me, I know it, I know. What is poppin', everybody? And welcome back to another special episode of the Only Friends Podcast. Well, you know, it's me and my only friends, which includes, but is not limited to, the Tortuga! Oh, it's back. I don't have my shaker. Man, oh, I don't know how I feel about the, like, the passive Conrad intro. I know, this is like, yeah, it's, it's very like he's subdued too mellow. Conrad. Conrad sets the tone. He gets to choose if he wants to be subdued or hype or angry. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, he, he basically <laughs> decides what the tone of the podcast is going to be today. And we're heading into the weekend a little bit, you know, we're, vi we're just vibing. We're just vibing. <laughs> you know, we're under the hood. Mark, we matched today. Chilling, man. Do we? Kinda. I don't think so. <laughs> you don't think? That's not that close. I mean, It's blue? like the same type of shirt. Why Long sleeve blue shirt? Shot, well, your um, shot's bouncing. Oh, shit. You're in the club. Yeah. I don't know. Stop moving. Yeah, Brian was. <laughs> Maybe I was shaking my leg. Yeah. <laughs> do it again. Yeah, yeah. yeah that was me. Brian can cause an earthquake in this place. Uh, Fucking old man. The tortoise is slow, twitch. but he is strong. Wow. Hell yeah. You, you can't You're basically our Lou Holtz. <laughs> just, just here existing. You know. Sometimes that's all you can do. Trying mm -hmm. to put his 150 years in on Earth. Mm -hmm. uh, Mark, why are you here today? Yeah, the chat's, you, you chats gonna be already here. saying, why aren't you at the game? Don't worry about it. I'm here. I got, I got commitments, you know? I'm here he for all the so people. Much. I'm ready for the, ready for mm -hmm. the weekend. No, uh, <laughs> we were supposed to run two games. The second game got canceled, so I'm first up for the main. Right. Which means you're not going to get in for hours? Um, usually I get in around two. But we'll honestly, like, uh, maybe not. Who knows? Sometimes it gets later, and I just don't even feel like playing at that point. So, so, if you have to dip out mid-pod if they call you? No. No, this isn't. You're here for the people. This isn't Ivy's room three six twelve. This right. is Bobby's room one hundred one hundred. Yeah, your win rate is Get about the, your win rate is about the same in that. Were there times <laughs> in your life where you were just like kind of chilling out doing whatever, and Bro, then I don't know I where you got a call? Bre I left Brent's uh, wedding reception to go play. Mm -hmm. or, but you were like you were there for a bit. He acknowledged you, and then you left, or you just like I, I was there for the whole wedding, and I was at the reception for hours, but. You know, at like 8 p.m., I got the seat, and I was just like, gotta go. That's your perfect Irish goodbye. <laughs> yeah. I mean, mm -hmm. he was looking for that anyway. There was a good chance he might have been gone at 8 o'clock anyway. So, yeah. it, honestly, the place was turning into a real shit show. <laughs> yeah. But it, that's like the call it the, the craziest one you'd imagine? Because, like, I mean, obviously you and Hank's super close. I, I had made a commitment that I wasn't going to leave, and then by 8 p.m., I was just like, yeah, I gotta get uh, it. Was <laughs> it was so much fun. You gave him a fun. piece. And Leroy Towns playing. No. <laughs> Maybe it wasn't his wedding reception that I left. It might have been his bachelor party, which would make a lot more sense because we were just the divine. I was going to say, no, I don't remember what his bachelor. Oh, yeah. We were like playing poker, weren't we? Yeah, we were just the divine. Ooh. Like everyone was getting. I've heard you tell this up. story multiple times and you always said the party. The, the wedding reception? Yeah, we said, yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's more Look, we all know how I, Matt is with stories, like, okay? I think it might have been... <laughs> it might have been both, honestly. Yeah, it could have been both. I, I think it was the wedding reception, but it might have been later than that. I don't know. I just remember I took Jeno to get pizza. She was blacked out, and she stacked them all in the back seat of the, uh, of the car. And when we went around the bend, they just all slid. <laughs> Jeno is blacked out? Yeah, I know. It's 
shocking. Wow. It's very shocking. All right, we have a special show for you guys today. Uh, <laughs> it's the weekend, and we're going to head in ready to rock and roll. Uh, we're going to have our weekend warrior picks, which are going to be brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. We're going to be doing a pick em style contest where uh, we're each going to pick a higher or lower, and then we're going to submit those for a 20x multiplier. We like that. Yeah. Uh, nice. For the next few days on Underdog, <laughs> they are doing a $500 match bonus. So if any of you haven't already signed up, be sure to sign up now. You will get up to a $500 match bonus. Use sign up code S4Y. That's our code. Uh, you can hit hashtag underdog in the um, in the chat and get the link, or the link is in the description below. Be sure to follow that. Gives us a little bit of browning points if you do. Uh, so we're going to go around the room, and we're going to get everybody's picks in a moment. Uh, on top of that, you guys see a poll in the chat. I need you to vote on that poll, because uh, after our Weekend Warrior picks, we're going to go through our... Circa Millions and uh, Survivor picks. And right now we have a four-way tie for a three-way spot. So need you guys to vote on the poll. The top three vote-getters are going to be the games that we decide to go with. Uh, and we're, we're going to divulge those to you guys shortly. But starting with uh, our higher-lower picks, go ahead, Connie. Why don't you lead us off since you're such a cocksucker? <laughs> Uh, that is aggressive as fuck. What a <laughs> he knows what he did. Shit. He knows what he did, Guapo. Wow. He knows what he did. All right, all right, all right. I'll take the under on Najee rushing yards. You know, the, Najee yeah, you know Harris, the, the running back for Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm going to take the under. What is that? Uh, one, uh, 51 and a half? Yeah. 51 and a half. A half a, half a touch. I, uh, I, I can't field. I can't fault you too much for this one. He uh, sucks, man. He does not. It's yeah. not Najee's fault. Enough with the Najee hate. Down with Najee I hate. I tried to get fucking Pickett under, too. He's only get 75 yards of fucking Pickens, oh. and then it's over. Oh, my God. Brian, are you as happy as I am right now? I am. I'm so happy. <laughs> I've never been more sure that we were going to blow out the fucking Raiders than listening uh. to Conrad with his down bad Steeler anti-hype. Yeah. Oh, we're, we're finally not playing a... Um, top 5D. A top, yeah, top 3D, top 5D. Yeah. I mean... I mean, don't get me wrong. The Niners Matt, are out of this world. Yeah. Cleveland's defense is Man, good. I remember. I hate to give Cleveland any credit for anything. The Niners but used to be so bad. Really the Niners used to be so, so bad. Yeah. Well, that's, that's, lived, that's like every team in the NFL except You the haven't Steelers. lived long enough. Uh, the Niners were incredibly good when we no, were No, I know that. But, like, I was, in, I was around during the era of the Niners just being like, oh, like, you're playing the Niners again. Like, mm. easy W. And now they're back to being good again. Mm. Yeah. That's what happens when you... Get good players on your team. As yeah. under the Dolphins, the Dolphins have been kind of mid. Yeah, Dolphins are good. Dolphins are they apparently really Dolphins good. are like looked at as like an elite, like best team in the AFC. They look like yeah, one the of the best of the AFC team. right now. Like Dolphins teams, yeah. greater than Chiefs, which well, is like since whoa. you're since you're talking about your fins, why don't you give us your higher lower pick? For look, the man, week? the fuel solver for the for the higher lowers and the Lions has been pretty good because I picked Tua over 21 and a half receptions, but it got moved up to 22. Uh, you mean? Completion. Completion, sorry. Yes. I, I, he, he throws things. I also really like that pick. Yeah. See, I like that pick for the same reason why I dislike that pick. Both those players are on my fantasy squad. Mm. <laughs> mm. You playing? You didn't play Danny Dimes this week? No. You, you decided to, to not play him this week? Uh, I'm, I'm, good. I'm, I'm, per I'm currently in the process of trying to drop him for Austin Eckler. <laughs> I feel yeah. like the show doesn't work not as Austin well. Not Austin Eckler, sorry. Uh, Landon, do you Akers. know who Yeah, I was going to say, races? you're not going to be able to drop Of course. Okay. 
Wide receiver. Go ahead and get Acres. Oh, yeah. I dropped Acres. Famer. I know. Yeah, that was back when the Niners were good, like the Joe Montana days. Like I know, I know this, yeah. but I also know that there was another wave. Steve Young won a Super Bowl with them ninety four. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was before I was born. So they did it beat really the Chargers, exist? who, or sorry, they beat the Colts, who beat us in the AFC Championship. No, 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 you had it right the first time. They beat the Chargers, who beat us. We beat the Colts to go to the Super Bowl. They beat oh yeah, we that's lost right. to Dallas. That's in, right. Uh, the next year. That's right. Barry Foster say, got stuffed really the I don't know how this show works when, we, when you and I agree. I know. I said mean? I like the two over twenty-one and a half completions. Like I like that too. I like that. And a everyone's, lot. everyone doesn't want that. They want yeah. you to hate it. Well, I'm sorry. I hate the <laughs> Najee pick. Well, obviously we're all Najee picks a fucking gem. We're all homers except for. Conrad, who's he's a hater. He's a, he's, he's, he's a hater. hater. He sucks. No, you are um, a hater. You, you're took, such a hater. He sucks. I, I took the, you know, it's got to, you know, we saw last week, you know, pick at the pickings. Finally, you know. <laughs> you love Don, saying that Deontay, so much. Yeah, I do. Uh, Deontay Johnson, unfortunately, on the IR. Um, I thought you were know, supposed to be like well, he's hurt, so someone's got to pick up those, uh, you know, those targets. So I someone's got a lot of it was Allen Robinson. Yeah, it was, but it was clear that uh, you know Pickens is now the number one. So I chose him, and they're playing obviously a defense that Swiss um, cheese. To quote George Pickens, I can't name one person on that defense. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I will, I will say the last he's gonna time he's going to put his mouth, his money where his mouth is, and he's going to get the, over fifty-one and a half. Last time, somebody, sorry, last time a wide receiver said that, it was Jamar Chase saying, we just lost to a bunch of elves. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, that right. true. watch yeah. out. That's true. <laughs> that, that, was, that was post-mortem, though. I called him mm-hmm. elves. We lost some fucking elves, man. <laughs> well, he called, he called elves. elves. Yeah. 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 I mean, so, he's not wrong. They are elves. Yeah, yeah. they lost to some fucking elves. I believe the... Um, <laughs> Brownie the elf. I think the Niners are giving up, I don't know, the 11th most fantasy points, that, that is, to two wide receivers. You mean the so, Raiders. The Raiders, yeah. what I say? The Niners. The, yeah, not the Niners. Not the, the Raiders. Niners. The Niners uh, are good. So <laughs> we had this yeah. conversation. I think I think that one's you know a, what, a good pick. I like that pick too. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you do, Matt. Um, I'm, you I'm do. liking I'm liking our contest so far. Guava, right, what we, do you got? Well, we got to flip a coin for me between me or him. What are you talking about? You can only pick for one team. What? You can what only are you pick talking about? One player per team. No, that's not true. Okay. You can't pick the other side of what he picked, but you can still pick right. the player. Yeah. Go ahead, Guap. My choice is a gentleman by the name of Mike Williams under four and a half receptions. Let me tell you something, Guapo. I'm scared. I don't like that pick. <laughs> I'm very angry at that pick, actually. Is he on your fantasy team? He's also on my fantasy team. Yeah. <laughs> How are they all on your fantasy team? I don't know. Team? You guys just have like some ability to, to just like get in, get uh, in there. You, you, know? you chose under? Yes. Yeah. Um, we'll just have to see. Just lower. I, it's it's actually a really is, good line. Yeah. Eckler is... Um, Almost certainly not going to play. So, uh, you know, uh, Herbert's going to have to probably lean more on his wide receivers. Yeah. A lot of that uh, benefits Keenan Allen, mostly. Obviously. But, um, Williams you know, is number two. Yeah, so exactly Williams is a number two, thinking. so we'll see what happens. Uh, let me tell you something. Guapo doesn't even know who this man is. I know he doesn't. He just <laughs> picked sure. Mike Williams as like, just an easy he name to remember. I was just scrolling through, and I realized that <laughs> at, on the scroll, the Chargers game is the first one listed, so that's that's how yeah. he landed there. Yeah. Um, it's actually a pretty solid line. His first game, he had four receptions. I think uh, last week he had three. Mm-hmm. So it's actually like pretty decent, yeah. but... 
I like the over on this one. Yeah, so do or I. The higher, I, I do the too. But you know, it's Guapo's pick, so we're gonna roll with it. He's yeah, also gonna, uh, on your fantasy go team, so you're yeah, biased. we're gonna go with lower than. Uh, I'm very biased. We're gonna go with lower than four and a half picks. I don't like that one. I I'm I'm stating <laughs> you're my going on record. We I'm on it. the record. Uh, I have Keenan Allen on my team, so I would prefer that the targets went. Yeah, to well, him. fuck you too. Um, <laughs> uh, my my higher lower pick is Jalen Hurts. I'm going higher than 45 and a half rushing yards. That's I like that pick, Matt. You know why? I like this. They're playing Tampa Bay. <laughs> is he on your fantasy team? He's also on my Stop fantasy it. team. Stop it. How are they all on your fucking team? We because draft, I have five We draft teams. well, bro. I also oh, have five You didn't teams. draft. Oh, yeah. I only have one team. Like, <laughs> you yeah. picked Nazi in the third, and then you stopped drafting. That's kind of true. Yeah. It's not not true. Let's put it that way. Uh, yeah. yeah I, I like Jalen Hurts to, to get out of the pocket a little bit. Tampa Bay... We're not really what sure. Your, what, what was your higher with? lower? It was 45 and a half. Uh, your, rushing, wait, yards. rushing yards. Yeah, I was yeah. like 40 and a half and a half. What? Like not completions. How wait, what, was the one, what was the rushing one that you yards. saw yesterday that I was like, we should just auto take this. This is a freebie. It was a Lamar Jackson over one yard. Higher than one higher yard. Higher one yard. Rushing. It, was like, it was just like a special, just like take one. Higher than one yard rushing. So it's just a free pick. I think, oh, I, I think it was they, just a yeah. yard, less than rushing. They, get, uh-huh. they, they, they do that. You all um, right. realize they did that with Saquon Bark? Oh, wait, not Saquon. Um, fuck. It's just like a promo to, injured, get, yeah. to get Who you got a injured? free win. Oh, no, Aaron Rodgers. They did it with Aaron Rodgers, one yard passing. Oh. And and <laughs> 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 fucking missed. Jesus Christ. I can't believe I it forgot missed. that. Yeah, uh, it's the Lamar Jackson, uh, higher, lower, 0.5 total mm-hmm. yards. Oh, yeah. We yeah. definitely should have. Obviously, put that one on. That's a freebie. All right, so let's get rid of your pick and get it out there. Okay, so we're gonna get rid of the Najee Harris lower than fifty-one and a half, no, that's and we're just gonna put it in the freebie. Of oh, uh, I thought you were gonna say we're gonna get rid of Guapo's pick. We, we actually <laughs> should get rid of. Guapo's no, I think Guapo's. I, I I think Guapo's is like really close. It is close, yeah. But mine's like. 30 yards. You're Shut just clean. up, Conrad. We He's know you like hate 22. the Steelers. Yeah. The thing is, like, you didn't have any feelings towards the Steelers until you hate the Steelers. met us. And now all of a sudden you hate the Steelers. Just like I didn't no, care. No, 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 not you. No, not us. I never you. cared about <laughs> I never once cared about the Jets or Giants until I met you. And you're such a repulsive human being. You're so goddamn toxic. Steelers that now I suck. loathe the Jets and the Giants. And you know what, Lamana? We were yeah. talking about this a little bit before the show. Do you know? Since 2017, the Jets and the Giants are 31 and 32 in the NFL and everything. Yes, we know. It's on Twitter. It's been on there for two weeks now. Literally everything. They have the lowest winning percentage, the lowest points scored, and the lowest points differential. They're the two worst franchises in the NFL. Honestly, though, this is, I mean, this is like a hot take, bold take, but but I think if they combine their teams together, they could get out of the 30s. That's good math, Brian. So I, we'll, we'll see you That's guys. A nice soon. hot take. We'll yeah. see you guys soon. Good job. We'll see you guys. We'll see you guys soon. Go the your New side, Giants. Just go your side. The Gi Jets. Uh, all right. So reminder: there is a five hundred dollars match bonus today if you guys sign up to Underdog Fantasy. That's underdogfantasy.com. You can hit hashtag Underdog in the chat or click the link below. Use sign up code S4Y. Give us some brownie points along the way. Be sure to get your pickums in there as well on the higher lowers. Uh, don't don't mimic ours. At least take the the freebie with Lamar. That one's that one's a given for Pickens sure. Pickens is a lock. Pickens is a lock. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's get into uh, the Circa Millions and the Survivor. Let's get these picks out of the way really quickly. 
Um, so for Survivor, I think we had three options, basically. Uh, it's going to be Jacksonville versus... Are they playing Houston or Indy this week? I think it's they, Houston. Houston, right? Yeah, they're yes. the same team to me. <laughs> I know. Uh, the Colts are actually a lot better. but good. Uh, so Jacksonville versus Houston. Kansas City versus... Um, someone down real bad. Kansas City is playing the Bears. Okay, yes. The Bears. And then uh, the third option was Baltimore playing Arizona. Is that right? Yeah. That is that Yeah, correct? Baltimore versus Arizona. That is correct. Uh, and then the fourth kind of contrarian option, if we really want to take a flyer, is the Dolphins. They are a uh, pretty big favorite versus... Dolphins minus six and a half against Denver. Denver, yeah. Mm. So Ooh, those are our four options. Dolphins at home, too. Um, yeah, I like that a lot. Here are the considerations. If we take Kansas City or Baltimore... This is for Survivor. I'm oh, wait, sorry. this is Survivor. Yeah, this is yeah. for Survivor. Oh, okay. So here are, the, here are the major considerations. If we take Kansas City, uh, the only other option to take on Christmas Day then would be the Eagles. If we Playing take, who? Uh, they played the Giants. Oh, well, that's that probably... <laughs> so leave that in there. So it's, it's Kansas City <laughs> versus... Um, Maybe Houston. But then you can't take the Eagles anywhere else either. But we need them for right. Christmas. I mean... You have to... So there are three games on, on Christmas. It's Kansas City versus... Um, I think it's Kansas City versus Houston. It's a... or maybe, No, sorry. It's Kansas City versus the Raiders mm. at home. Uh, the Eagles versus the Giants at home. And then the Niners. And then the third game is like the Niners versus somebody good. The Ravens. Like Ravens, yeah. Uh, so that, that one's getting ignored. So you're either taking Kansas City or Philly for Christmas Day slate, which means that uh, who we pick this week matters a lot for the future. Um, I think if we take KC, then we obviously take Philly on Christmas Day. But then the following week, uh, there aren't really many good games that week. It would pretty much just be like Jacksonville versus... Well, oh, never mind, gone. Uh, I think Jacksonville maybe plays the Bears or Arizona that week. Um, so effectively, if we take the Chiefs now, we're saving the Jags. Okay. If we take the Jags now, we're saving the Chiefs. If we take Baltimore now, uh, we're also saving the Chiefs. But now we have to find somebody to slate in the final week of the season. Right. Uh, so basically, like otherwise, we would be saving Baltimore towards the end. Um, I'd, I'd rather not save Baltimore when they always choke or something. Well, Lamar, I can might, get on board Lamar yeah. might be hurt or something <laughs> yeah, I, along I those lines. I'd rather that. get them out of the way ASAP for what it's worth. Um, that's kind of how I feel about Jacksonville. I don't know that I, I really want to be... Jacksonville minus eight. Yeah, I don't, I don't know that... Like We know Jacksonville's competitive now. I don't know that I really want to rely on them in week 19. They got, they got hot the end of last year. They did. Yeah. They um, did. Not that that means they're going to do it the same again this year, but... yeah. Uh-huh. Shows that they have the ability to do it. They also might just like have the South locked long before week that, 19. I, so that, that's also, that's also a consideration that I don't, I, maybe we have talked about or maybe we haven't in our survivor chat, but like, yeah, like, like some of these teams, right. Might, might hey, have, a, have it locked down. Right. Well, Where, when so, we, when we built from the back, for. when we built from week or slate 20 backwards, uh, slate 20 would be Baltimore versus Pittsburgh, which it's almost impossible to imagine a scenario where Baltimore's resting that week. I mean, we, it's hard to say because... Remember, like, there's only one bye week now. I, I understand that, but a lot of times your just seed is locked. 
right? When your seed is locked, then you just you can rest too. It doesn't matter. Yeah, right. That's, so it's that's not true. just about having the buy. Obviously, there's only one team that's going to have like buy and home field throughout. But but well, I guess my point was yeah. more so that they are likely to either be competing for the North or competing for the one seed. Yeah. In which case, I think it's a high probability that they're just starting uh, their players. Mm-hmm. Um, ba- basically, what the the way I'm seeing it map out, uh, and obviously I'm just projecting a little bit here, but I would imagine that they are one of three tiers, either competing for the number one seed or they're in competition for the North, in which case that would then put them in competition for a home, home game or not. Yeah. And, you know, so by all those metrics... Mm-hmm. And if we look at like the the past X amount of years or whatever, it's pretty consistent that nobody really gets to rest in the AFC outside of uh, New England in the past, and then KC in the more in the more recent present. Right. Nobody's been really running away. Uh, so divisions are always up for grabs, and home home uh, home games are always kind of on the table. So I would imagine uh, that feels like pretty safe to me that they're going to be playing. Week 19, or sorry, slate 19, we have scheduled to be the Eagles uh, at home versus a cupcake. It might be the Bears. Um, That one is maybe a little bit dicier. It would be week 17 of the NFL. Week 17. I guess there's a chance that they could maybe start resting early, but Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think it's very... The the Bears are playing Atlanta week 17. Okay. The thing Um, is, it might be... I mean, the Eagles and and the Cowboys might be fighting it out for that division right. too. So. Right. And it's 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 tough to think that people start to rest two weeks out. Right. Oh, uh, two weeks no. Oh, yeah. The Eagles that, are yeah, playing the Cardinals. No. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's, I knew they played a cupcake. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think I think when you're thinking about the, the second to last week or the, the second to last slate or whatever you want to call it, yeah. it's it, it's probably um you shouldn't have to work. You shouldn't take in too much consideration right, right. resting the teams. Yeah. So basically, like the way that the strategy that I would like us to employ is to save the powerhouses for the end. Like you basically build for end game and work mm-hmm. backwards, right? right? So we save the Ravens, we save the Eagles, we save the Chiefs. Um, those are going to be our Christmas through week 18 games. Um, and then, you know, building backwards off of that will be. Teams like, uh, I think we have, I don't, I, I think we, there's one game that I'm, I'm not oh, happy about, uh, and it's the Browns late in the season mm. versus the Cardinals <laughs> on the road, I think, or the Texans on the road. Wait, That's Danielle's game. Wait, is there, is there a scenario <laughs> where we're playing to win the whole thing and we have the Ravens over the Steelers? Mm-hmm. Who are you rooting for? Say, say, <laughs> say the Steelers. Say it, it comes down to the, the whoever Steelers. wins that game wins the division. Right. And and we have the Ravens to win the win the right. Survivor Bowl. Right. So where, it's where, a, where are you? Where are you? Where are you going? And, and 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 hold on. Also, it's gonna be for you to get the shit slapped out of you. Wait, why? Huh? Why? Because no, if, if you I, lose the game, you won't be. The Steelers just have to win nine games, bro. Yeah, they can miss the playoffs. They can. Yeah, yeah if the Steelers, if the Steelers are playing for the division, they'll have more than nine wins. Yeah, they, at that they, point. they can just win nine games. I, I mean, will say you kind of like be, the, uh, that would be unreal if that if that actually happened. How rich would I have to be to root for the Steelers? Not rich enough. <laughs> Not. How much is first? Three million. Oh, definitely not Come rich. On. It's not even. <laughs> but I have doing? to share it with all you fucks. Yeah. That's <laughs> true. I mean, true. don't get me wrong. I kind of like the lore of the Steelers uh, being eight and eight. 
and they need to win this game. Right. So like you need. So to, I either get slapped. Yeah. Oh. And make. I either get slapped and make millions of dollars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or I get to slap Conrad and then and, and like how, how many millions of dollars would I pay to slap Conrad? <laughs> 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 if they told you right now, they said, "Look, the Steelers oh, can go nine and eight Imagine. or whatever the way it is, or you slap yeah. Conrad, but you're right. poor." Right. right. Yeah. I, it's the, it's close. Oh, it's closer yeah, than it should yeah, be. Yeah, the Steelers when you slap Conrad, you're poor. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a lot closer than it should be. I'll tell you that much right now. If someone said like, call it, well, that's a seven figure slap incoming for sure. Well, I mean, you have yeah, you because you have you have half. Uh, I have a little bit more. Little I think more. I gave you guys all 7%. seven percent. Yeah. Oh, do I have seven? Not I don't mm -hmm. have ten. Correct. Okay, I got he couldn't do ten. I no, got diluted. He couldn't. He couldn't. Well, it's it's the three of you or the four of you, he Melissa and. Uh, I guess I should have clarified because there are did, people in the chat yeah, that did, don't actually come on did, the podcast. Did, did Nikki get a slice? Right. <laughs> I'll, I'll have to think about this. <laughs> you have to think about it while you're slapping Conrad. Well, I'm going to have to make a clarification. Well, no, we'd be getting right. no money. I'm going to have to make a clarification by the end of the day. Like, like, does Hunt get in on this free roll? Like, you know, Andre, Henry. It's like, the wrong you kind know. of football for them. Andre and Henry are for sure out. Yeah. They're a hundred percent disqualified. Yeah. Now it made just, his recovery. It comes out to Nikki and 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 Hunt. It's like I feel like Nikki's contributed a little bit. Yeah. I mean, she was an owner of the Packers, right? She also, yeah, <laughs> she also knows way, way, way more about the NFL. Than uh, you Hunt know does. what? I made right. my decision. You, I Executive I decision. Right I don't think now. you cannot. Do one or the other. Nikki and Hunt are going to split seven percent. Oh my god! That's the executive decision. That's all fair. Right. That's yeah. fair. That's fair. So I mean, you, you I mean, guys, you guys put it in all the It's work. a free roll, regardless. Though. Right? Yeah. 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 Wow. I, What's seven percent? So has been decided. <laughs> it, it is decided. So I, I guess I should know this, which I assume I do. But if more than one team survives the whole season, they Chop just it. split it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Is it, and but that's never happened. No, yeah, it, it happens every year. It happens every year. <laughs> Most every year. So it, it almost always goes to the end. Because so, I know there's a scenario where so. it could be over before. They're like, "Oh, you're saving these teams that for is, the last that is slate, like, yeah. But it could actually be over before that. Correct. Is it right. winner take all? No. Uh, there's different like second place is something. I think it's an eight million dollar prize pool. Okay, so if there's Versus three teams three. that chop, they chop for a second and third all combined. I would imagine yeah. so. Yeah. Right. That that yeah. Yeah. Okay, so what did we land on? What was our pick? Um, well, not the Ravens because we <laughs> we want that scenario in play. I Honestly, sure. I think for the, for the lore, we need to keep Ravens for the last game. Yeah, yeah, sure. I agree. We have I agree. to. Keep I think we need to save the Chiefs for Christmas. That that's pretty. Wait, does that, that mean Dolphins right. are Wait, on the table? Eagles also. Oh, oh! The Eagles would be the week after if we the play the Chiefs. I think Jags. I think that leaves us with Jags. The week after. I, I think I think I'm pretty high on on the Jags this week. Ooh. Feels good. Well, Jags. So we're picking between ETN Jags. Babies, or, I'm a fancy team. Jags or Dolphins? Jags or Dolphins? But I I like Dolphins week six. I like Dolphins later on. They can beat people. Jag Jacksonville's gonna beat Houston. The Dolphins can beat. The Although Dolphins it's beat scary. People. Why is it scary? That. Uh, Trevor Lawrence has never uh, covered a home spread at home. He doesn't need Wait a minute. I understand. I understand. I'm just saying. It's close game. It's only two. I thought the past results didn't matter ever. Oh, that's, that's right. That's true, yeah. That's right, Landon. That that's a very right. good point you bring mm -hmm. up there. You're, you're an absolute cunt. <laughs> absolute cunt. ACA. ACA. <laughs> Wait, did I say that right? No. No, I didn't. What happened to history? It's, it's, a -A it's, shut it's, up over there. <laughs> it's YAC, you absolute oh. cunt. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Yak. We need to have people understand the, the joke. 
Uh, yeah, one of these days we'll we'll bring we'll, it up. For we'll now, it's just it an insider. For now, it's just <laughs> just for us only. Uh, that, that, that's that's a, why I went with the full. You know, that is a tremendously fantastic Listen. point, Landon. You you deserve a lot of credit for. Yeah, 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 I, I, yeah, I, yeah but I get co- but credit. I, my, my point is going to be called the cunt by Conrad. Listen, back to the point at hand. This is why ETN is going to run all over the fucking. Texans, right? He's gonna run fresh for like 150 yards, two touchdowns. Yeah, he's that, on your fantasy it team. Sounds we get like it. it's a lot, Brian. That's, that's that's beside the point. I mean, it's part of the point. But it's beside <laughs> the, point. <laughs> the Texans it's are adjacent to the point. bad <laughs> at at uh you know the old old rush game. I like Jaguars. Okay, we like Jaguars. Jaguars are Jaguars. Locked. We're taking the Jags for right. uh, um, the Jagoffs. This Jags. is for the pod. This is for the, the podcast. For the podcast. Wait, Jags. do we have some like? Is it podcast one just because we're making all the picks on the podcast, or does like does someone win something from being a member? Like, how does this work? Oh. What makes it the podcast one? We just do it on the podcast. Okay, yeah. got it. Yeah. I don't know. Right. I mean, maybe maybe we'll do something for a members giveaway. We can workshop that when we go to Big Bear. Okay. Um. Give all right. Away 1% <clears throat> all right. So finally, we have the circumstance. By the way, um, I I should I should point out give a huge shout out to unabated sports uh captain jack and gina who have been on the episode previously they uh have been letting us play around with their models a lot of fun a lot of fun uh have been modeling like the survivor for circa for the last couple of days so that's kind of where we're coming from with uh you know creating for the end game working backwards we're we're, we're mimicking their model a little bit we also use their model for uh the circa millions this is where we pick against the spread and we have two games that we all agreed on. We came up with a simple majority very easily. We all like New Orleans. Uh, they're playing. I think they are giving up two points or they're getting four points. I can't remember. The, it's the yeah. line right now is Green Bay minus one. So okay, the well, we line got, was we, New Orleans we plus got two. New Orleans plus two. That's good. So we locked that one in and we all agreed that we like the Titans plus three. Uh, Plus three, plus three and a half. Or sorry, plus three and a half. They are on the road versus the Browns. Yeah. We like that one. Browns look like shit. Steelers. Mm, Their defense looks really good. Steelers fucking robbed them. Listen, the defense looks great. They gave a smack about a bunch of L's. 26 points. They're also playing the Steelers offense. That's true. (laughs) (laughs) That is true. Um, So, what we need out of you guys on the audience, and I kind of mentioned this at the top of the show, is we needed to break a four way tie. Between the Raiders minus two and a half mm-hmm. uh, versus Steelers at home, mm-hmm. the Lions minus three versus the Falcons at home. Oh shit! Oh shit! I fucked up. You did. You locked it in. Uh-oh. No, I put in. Oh no! Just I the put, poll. I put in the. You put in the Steelers again. <laughs> no, I put in the Titans. Oh, no. we weren't. We weren't locked in on the Titans. Thank oh my God. God, no! I'm heartbroken. Why? That was the game I was most confident in, and it's the one that lost the poll. Which oh, one? Yeah, no, I mean the Titans, Titans are Brown? really bad. Though. That's the thing. Yeah. We were we were locked with Dallas uh, giving up infinite versus someone bad. Cardinals. Yeah, I mean the Titans are just they're not good. They don't look good. Yeah, we Tannehill we uh, look we good. locked Dallas minus twelve and a half versus Arizona. Did I vote for Titans? Um, uh, three people did. Three people did. Was I one of them? I was one I of them. Imagine. I can't imagine. I Titans three and a half was Conrad, Guapo, and Matt. There you yeah. go. Yeah. Okay, so. Thank we God they we lost. put the poll up for you guys uh, and asked you to pick uh, what game you liked as far as betting against the spread. And the overwhelming winner, which actually did have the highest edge in the model, Smart. was the Raiders minus two and a half versus Steelers. Oh, no. 
Uh, <laughs> right behind that was the Lions minus three versus the Falcons. I'm nervous about that game, man. The Falcons look a lot more for real than well, I expected. The Falcons are for real, and the um, the Lions are beat up a little. They kind of fell a little flat last it, well, week. Beat up. I mean, uh, you know, St. Brown, Almond St. Brown has um, turf toe, I think. Um, obviously, David Montgomery is out. Yeah. So, like, does he ever play? Yeah, he was great he, he until was he start- got hurt. Well, they this were is like the third time he's been hurt. Yeah, it's Gibbs time though. Yeah, it's all right. It's time for the kid. Um, and then lastly, you guys like the Ravens minus eight and a half versus the Colts. I like that. Um, I mean, I'm always anti-sweating they, the, the Ravens. Okay, but, just let's clarify they. Yeah. They is Guapo, Nikki, and Melissa. <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying they for? No, well, Nick, for the who voted okay, on that. Nick, no, Nick, I'm talking no, about Nikki's the, legit. Nikki's legit. She, she, she pays attention to football. I'm she saying, what are you looking at? I'm talking about Melissa. the poll in the, in the chat. In our chat. No. no. God damn it, Landon. Oh, Landon. <laughs> I had the, no, I had the users poll. vote. Right, yeah. The chat is going to choose because there was a tie in our, in our oh, poll. There was a tie a, a bunch, amongst a bunch of teams. So he put, he put it to the, to the people. The people. Yes. Yeah. So, so what in you, short, they don't like the Titans versus the Browns. I see. Good. So that one is I now out. Either. We are now locked <laughs> on New Orleans, Dallas, Raiders, Baltimore and the Lions. Those are our five. Bolt plus eight. God bless. We have the Lions. Yeah. Dallas. I I voted Lions and then I I, kind of regretted it, but it was just like, I was looking at these picks and I'm like, I don't like any of them. Man. (laughs) You know, know, simply due to Conrad's spite, we fell a thousand places down in the rankings in the Circle Millions because we took the Browns. Seven and a half wins would yeah. have gotten us in time the top five hundred. Time time Listen, how many how many entries? They win there? the game if Nick Chubb doesn't get hurt. Okay. Oh, uh, no. like we're like what are we, what are we saying? Yeah. Uh, well, uh, yeah. He got hurt. Yeah. Sorry. You know the guy got well, their you're best player on the field. Who has rubber bands for ligaments? Oh <laughs> like, my god. <laughs> if my aunt, if my aunt had a dick, she'd be my dynasty team. She was. He was. She. Your aunt was playing with the dick. She was in the game. If my aunt had a dick, she'd be my uncle. What are we talking about here? What do you mean? It's not like he was injured. If ifs and butts were candy and nuts, it'd be Christmas in July. Yeah, Conrad, you live some fantasy world where like somehow we we go back yeah. through the he time got, continuum. Right. Their best player got injured. That's what happened. So did yeah. ours. Minka got hurt. Yeah. What? We still fucked you up. Got mm-hmm. 14 points on defense. Yeah, it's, it's the best Mick, player on the field. What, like literally one of the best receivers in all of the history of the NFL, Deontay Johnson, wasn't playing in the Thank game. You, so Brian. Like, Thank I you, Brian. Thank you. Butterfinger right. fucking they Johnson. finally came around to Deontay Johnson. Everybody La- came around to Deontay last, this year. No got hurt. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Last year, it was like the dropped ball gate. Right? Yeah. He just couldn't. But yeah. now this year, he can suddenly catch. Look, yeah. listen, he's still injury prone. Listen, <laughs> Landon, let, let me talk to you for a second later, okay? You, you understand. You've been around this podcast long enough. LaManna and Conrad are very different human beings. And I have love for them both in very different ways. <laughs> but in some regards, they're very much the same. The same way that idiot ran Zach Wilson out of the locker room last year to talk about how he's going to come back this season when Aaron Rodgers goes down and win the goddamn Super Bowl. Because it's Aaron the same Rodgers. way that idiot said Deontay Johnson has the worst hands in all of football. He does. And then turned around and claimed him to be a number I mean, one this year. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. God. 
How? Berkey pulled up some obscure stat about him, like having a very it was low not an drop obscure. rate. It, I don't yeah. know. He's he very low drop cherry rate. picked it to like four Wait, games. So you're saying historically, right, but like, yeah, he doesn't what, drop many right. balls. What I'm right. saying is, I mean, I watch him in the game drop balls, this, and the ones he catches, it. he runs backwards. This is it. <laughs> this is what it comes down to. His his yak is terrible. That I will wholeheartedly yeah. well, agree. Well, your yak is terrible when you catch the ball and immediately run the other way. Okay. So here's <laughs> here's, your what, own end zone. here's what happens during the NFL season. I'm very guilty of it as well sometimes, and I try to be at least mindful of it. But this whole pass the eye test bullshit doesn't stack up when you look at statistics. Like, it's so much more fun, though. Yeah, but like everybody who's screaming right. like Warren is going to be like a number one back in the NFL listen. and Najee's absolute trash, their stats both okay. suck. Listen, like they're both just. Absolute right. garbage because the offensive right. line is ridiculously Here's the bad. Thing, Burke. Once you start coming around with all your numbers and stats and you know statistical analysis, <laughs> you just lose your Yinzer card. It's just, it's just gone. That's it. What it's about, out. What about Prior? Right? I'm about, watching the game. I see what's happening. These guys suck. These guys are good. That's it. You know what? Wait. What Pittsburgh if, dad has a point. Wait a minute. <laughs> what about history? Does that matter or no? <laughs> only, only if it helps back your story. If it refutes anything that you're talking about, history doesn't mean a thing. Right, Conrad? <laughs> I plead the fifth. <laughs> Got it. God, thank oh, God. Man. Finally, we got just, him. I just don't understand. Oh. Like, look, him, so. I'm very, I'm very happy that they both are except like willing to change on their prior opinions. Yeah. Well, who's I'm not changing on shit. Deontay Johnson is absolute trash. Dante Harris is absolute no, trash. And, and the only reason we're trying to offer, listen, you try to offer I, Conrad one ounce I, of enlightenment, I, and he's I just like, your nah. dog shit. Keep your dog shit. In, listen, I was in Pittsburgh this past weekend, right? I was at a bar. <laughs> you were home watching the game. Surrounded by official, authentic Yinzers, <laughs> and it's just this. This is what they, I got to see it in person, where they just scream and yell at the TV yeah. and have literally no idea what they're talking yeah, about. A hundred percent. And oh, it's my granddad so was glorious. a diehard, and I love to be right in the middle of yeah. it. My granddad you know? was a diehard Steeler fan, yeah. and every time the game right. was on on Sunday, he would walk in the living room. These yeah. guys fucking and, right. suck. But then Berkey comes in and is like, well, you know, if he had this, blah, blah, look at his stats and well, look at this the, the catch rate and blah, blah, blah. I think the issue is people <laughs> deem their opinions to be fact. Yes. It's more fun that way. I understand it. I'm just talking out my ass, but let me do it. That's that. Hey, that's totally fair. You know what? I wanted this segment to only be 10 minutes, but I actually enjoyed it personally more than I've enjoyed any uh, segment that we've done in a long time. That's good. So thank you guys for that. I right. really appreciate it. And right. all of the picks were based off of uh, unabated percent edge model. Right. Yeah. So yes, we picked was. plus EV picks regardless of what All plus EV picks, not like last week where we chose a flip and got fucked. All of my picks are not financial <laughs> it was, advice. It was not an emotional flip, by the way. It was. This was, it was a spite flip. It was very much a spite oh. flip, and uh, it was an emotional they hedge for me. They would have won. I feel like, hey, man, all I wanted to talk about is trap games, you know? Oh, the, trap games. Beware. Trap the trap games are, games are coming. Mm -hmm. But, like, how do you know it's a trap game? Um, generally, if... <laughs> Fill it in my bones. Yeah. <laughs> generally, if you're playing a team that has a win percentage in the single digits, mm -hmm. that's a trap game for the Steelers. Especially if they just come off a big win. Yeah. Yeah. Especially. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, shit. we're the trap game for the Raiders yeah. this time. Oh, because the Raiders won? No, uh, I don't know. Raiders I'm lost. just saying we're supposed to be bad, so we become the trap game. <sighs> yeah, but it Steelers has to are be. never the trap game. Yeah, what, is, uh, what is Poindexter have to say about I don't this know. one? Well, <laughs> if the Steelers were playing the Raiders at home, they'd definitely lose. 
Yes. Sister on the road. Completely. They, they have totally to gear agree up with for that. it. Totally like if they're at home, they'd be like, ah, oh, the Raiders are coming in. We just beat the Browns. I don't have to work this week to yeah. beat them. But now that they have to go on the road, that's like, right. Mm, this, yeah, this, yeah, this is expert analysis that you can only get at the Only Friends podcast. <laughs> no, what, what I'm hearing is somebody projecting how they see games onto the entire team. Oh, take your rationality to shove it up exactly. your ass later. I'm back on Yinzer All right, let's go, Berkey. He's back Look, on my side. Let's I just want go. you guys to understand these are all just nonsense. This is just nonsense garbage. You stink. Okay. You stink, sir. <laughs> You're a bad guy. <laughs> Uh, speaking of stinking, let's talk about that win rate in the ACR Blitz pool. <laughs> I'm winning. <laughs> I'm winning, tell, sir. Tell us a little bit about this endeavor you've yeah. embarked upon. Uh, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> this isn't necessarily a challenge because it's not. I know what it's like to call it uh, <laughs> like issue challenge. challenged. Yeah, yeah, I am being challenged. <laughs> I like the challenge. It's good. Not right. in like a sense of how many hands. I'm just playing Blitz uh, content and streaming it. So probably 80 to 90% of the hands that I'm going to play are going to be on stream. Because if I'm playing, I can just stream it. What it's stakes not like are that we? Chad, maybe, maybe uh, let Landon know if, if you would like to see him actually stream on our channel. Throw hey, up a Landon in the towel. Yes. If you, yes. Throw up the Landon towel emoji if you'd like mm -hmm. to see these streams make their way over to Solve for Y YouTube. Right, right. Yeah, you'd probably be more aware of them. And he'd probably have a bigger audience. It's possible. Possibly. Anyway, go on. We should try to see. You were saying. <laughs> Anyways, like if I can play, I can stream. So I've just been streaming 200 Blitz at like any random time of the day because mm -hmm. I don't really have a schedule. Mm -hmm. I just kind of do things when I feel like it. Break. Celebrate September. Save up to 30% off on a subscription until October 1st until 12 a.m. Pacific time. Uh, <clears throat> so yeah, I've been streaming a lot recently, mostly like Monday to Friday and then Saturday when uh, I'm around. Sundays are for tournaments, so not on those days but i've just been trying to put in hands and see if i can beat it and if i can beat it doesn't necessarily mean play fifty thousand hands play a hundred thousand hands uh it's more just like okay i'm gonna play this for as long as i feel like i'm having fun and i'm also doing well when it comes to the rake back is and all that stuff you know because like the win rate of the of the uh blitz pool isn't the same as the like the rake you pay um as well as call it the, we'll call it sub subscription rake back. Right. We'll call it uh, things along those lines because I kind of like doing the content stuff and then maybe start getting an editor and do like highlights and potentially like make my way into not like the content creation kind of idea, but have poker content and do some fun stuff with it because the content the content kind of does it. So like I play and the content is what it is. You don't have to do anything else to it. Okay, but content aside, let's let's talk real, real little brass here, yeah. real real nuts and bolts of it. What's yeah. what's this pool look like? Are you winning? Um, it's so when you look at the graph, it's kind of hard to say. And like fifty thousand hands, you would think in a normal setting, like especially playing live, you'd think you can get a good idea as to if you're winning or not. Online, you kind of have no i no real idea, but you can kind of have a sense of where you think you're finding win rate. And sometimes where you think you're finding win rate and if you're actually winning in that spot are two different things, right? Just like the Steelers being a, a, a Super Bowl contending team versus not statistically. Where do I bet it? <laughs> um, where do I bet it? So that's, this is the graph of the month. Uh, Underdog uh, fantasy. It's a good graph com. of the month. We've had winning of five bigs per hundred. Yeah. Yeah, um, <laughs> first 20,000 hands. You can take the higher or lower. Yeah. <laughs> higher or lower on win rate. Yeah. Uh, so the first 20,000 hands, I was kind of getting acclimated to the pool. Uh, not necessarily trying to play like as close to theory as possible, but 
it's that weird in between of how much did your strategy really change? Uh, like I know for sure I was calling a lot from small blind when I first started and you kind of lose a lot of win rate there, but then part of it's part, uh, just inherent variance. So it's a real in between of like, how can you judge if you're winning or not? And honestly, you just have to play a ton of hands. And I looked at variance calcs all the time. And when you see that over, did I put 100,000 or 50,000? 50, I think I put, I think. I think I put 50. 50. Mm -hmm. okay. So if you have an assumed, like let's call it an assumed win rate of three big blinds per hundred playing online poker, and you play 50,000 hands, there's still a 30% chance that you lose over that sample. How, what, so like three big blinds per hundred, is that good? I'd say, I'd say with the rake that you pay, because you're paying a lot in rake to ACR, <clears throat> but you're also getting rake back, like they have a really good rake back program. Okay. So the overall rake, I think there's like a flat uh, rake back of like 27%, and then there's like points exchanges and stuff like that. So I've paid roughly like 5K in rake, so even though I've won on the graph, like four buy-ins, actually getting back a quarter of the rake back, I've won back 1250, so I've won 10 buy-ins. So the win rate isn't necessarily wow. what is being shown. Right. That's just the graph of what it is with the rake being attributed as well. Okay. So, break, like, so breaking even in the pool while also getting rake back, you're winning, at a, you're winning money right. at a pretty decent big lines per 100. Right. Landon, if you had to guess your hourly, uh, I don't do it for hourly, but low, like in the comparative to other, comparatively speaking, we we figured. It <laughs> what, what what is? I'm sorry, it's two hundred. Yeah, it's one two. It's one two. The rake back is about forty dollars an hour, give or take, from what we estimated. Um, so if you have any win rate on top of that, you know, you could be maybe making upwards. Like if you're winning, I don't know, three big blinds per hundred. You can make a lot. How many actually. tables? Well, you, you couldn't make a lot, but you okay. can make like a hundred bucks an hour. Yeah, I mean, so we were talking about this. We were talking about this on the drive over. Like, uh, I, I get, I get that. Well, I guess more specifically, Twitch like, break back too. No, just <laughs> I guess more specifically, like when uh, those numbers are presented to me, I scoff at them a bit in the sense that there's just so many other environments that you can make more. Like, you can make forty dollars an hour at 1-3 if you're the best player in the pool. Yeah. You for sure can make 40 an hour at 2-5 if you're a winning player in the pool. Of course. So it's like, um, I, I struggle to see the allure of wanting to play in this ridiculously tough pool that's f potentially filled with bots. And Yeah, I mean, friends have sent hands that people have like looked up wizards. Yeah, a lot of other things that are potentially sucking a lot of win rate in, in a nefarious way. Uh, and I get it, like, you, you'll get battle-tested, you'll get better, but what's the end game? And what I, what I overlooked when I said all of that is that I wouldn't do this now. But at some point in everyone's career, you have to be willing to grind for 40 bucks an hour, right? Like, mm -hmm. at some juncture, regardless of, of where you're at, if you do not have a role, we were talking about, like, the Supernova Elite back in the day for stars. Yeah. And uh, Landon was just kind of like, oh man, like that's sick that they, they got such like high rake back. There must have been guys who just like grinded Supernova Elite year over year. And I was like, I don't think so. I think like you do it once, maybe twice. And it's just to build a role kind of thing because most of them were like breaking even or losing small, but they were making like 100, 120K in, in all of the, the rake back perks that mm -hmm. Supernova Elite offered. So it's like, you know, they had an okay year, they had a six figure year, but they're capped at that because they can't really generate much win rate putting in that much volume 
And then on top of that, like if you look at it from an hourly standpoint, it's not like they're playing 20 or 30 hours a week. They're playing like 50 or 60. So it's like, you know, it all broke down to like somewhere between 20 and 40 bucks an hour. But if you're playing like 25 cent, 50 cent or 10 cent, 25 cent or whatever to get Supernova Elite back in the day or in this instance, grinding rake back on, on ACR, that's a huge score. You, you've now gotten the roll and probably the chops in some regard. Shot take, play higher. To shot take and play higher and, uh, and give yourself a real, sh- uh, a real chance at having like a $200 an hour hourly or a $300 an hour, you know, something that yeah. is, is beyond the pale of comfort mm-hmm. and now into the level of high success. And I think that that's kind of overlooked in the sense that a lot of people, uh, you know, I'm speaking more to the audience now, uh, that when they, they're in that come up phase, when they decide like this is something that they want to dedicate themselves to, this is something that they want to do. This is it. They they miss that they need to find a way to put in volume for a low hourly, right? And instead they see it as like this linear progression where it's like, okay, well, I'm gonna start at one two no limit and I'm gonna progress my way up to ten twenty. And I'm just gonna do it year over year over year. But the issue with that is it doesn't take into account the stress and strain on your bankroll whenever you go through downswings, whenever you have life events that cut into your roll, whenever you have to pay your bills off the roll, like whatever. What ends up happening is you actually just get caught in the loop. Yeah. You start at one, two, you never leave one, two. You start There's at, a lot of guys like that. Yeah. It, and, and it's because they become comfortable making 30, 40 bucks an hour, right? They, they start to now see it as the ceiling rather than as a jumping off point. And I think that that's the one thing that if I can offer advice as far as like uh, having a dedicated path and, and understanding like how you're going to move through your trajectory is recognizing where it is that you are capable of making a decent hourly that is just a painful grind, right? Like even making 15 or 20 bucks an hour playing, you know, micro stakes online or whatever but being able to crank out massive amounts of volume to do it it's going to pay dividends in the long run yeah this is how i started Mm -hmm. i was on stake when i I dropped out of college on stake playing 10 cent 20 cent yeah um and my mom gave me six months i had to pay 500 dollars a month after the six months to kind of prove that i wasn't wasting my time but that was the only overhead i kind of really had and i was very fortunate that that was my only overhead because i spent every waking hour playing poker like at some point in my like that point in my life, poker was escapism. Yeah. I was like, okay, I'm just gonna sit here, I'm gonna play, and I'm gonna get really good because I know at some point it's all going to culminate to something else. So the pushback that I then have is you're at a stage of your career where I don't know that it's important to grind for thirty bucks an hour, forty bucks an hour. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't think it is from I don't think it's the highest hourly I can be doing now, but I think that there might be some sort of path for me into the con like the creation standpoint where like maybe i'm streaming more maybe i'm having something to play from that enjoyment and experience because now if i think that there's some sort of potential uh asymmetric growth from a content creation standpoint that's going to be worth it to me more than playing poker because i love playing poker and i'm still going to be good at it and i'm going to have a high hourly play. like i was having this conversation with like the chat here and there i'm like look i can play whatever stakes i want to when it comes to call it selling action and doing things along those lines. Like I'm never going to have an issue playing the highest game in the room if it's open, if it's open to the public, right? Private games seem different story. Um, but when it comes to like how I enjoy my time and where I'm having the most fun, I'm enjoying my time doing the stuff I'm doing now. 
And I think that there is potential growth there as well. Yeah, I think, I think that it's hard when you're young to, to take a step back and just have an objective approach to projecting um, the, the returns on your time. Um, because I think that like optimism just kind of wins and it's good to be optimistic. It's good to take, you know, high risk with, uh, maybe a low guarantee of reward, that type of stuff. But I also think that it becomes a little bit foolish whenever you can, uh, kind of like look at an industry and see year over year over year what it looks like, what the growth looks like, uh, where the ceilings are, uh, whether or not it's capped, et cetera. And then just tell yourself like, I'm going to be different. I'm going to be the one who sets it apart. And like from the content side, there's three to five streamers worldwide that truly have a large audience and they're all rest of world. Like it's just really not a viable path in the United States. The only reason those five are even really set apart is because they have a multi a multi million dollar industry or, or uh, operator pushing behind them. When you're talking about Lex, Spraggy, um, Kev Martin, uh, I'm trying to think like who a couple of the other Fenton, Tonka, Tonka, basically the, stars pros. These guys are all stars and GG pros. Yeah, you know they they just all have this massive machine churning behind them, and that wave has kind of passed now where I don't think we're going to see uh, another cycle of this necessarily unless a new market opens. And whoever is in that new market will then be the new cycle, right? If you see America gets brought into the fold, like then sure. But uh, you'll already be in a good position to, to head that charge if, if America ever becomes open. Yeah, it's kind of an, an interesting thing because like, I do like playing in the pool and the optimism, call it optimism wins, like... If I took optimism wins from when I first started playing poker, I would have never dropped out of school. Mm -hmm. Like, if you don't have the optimism, you never, you'll never have the drive. Yeah. And in some cases, like... But at least in that instance, you can see a high ceiling. You can look around and see people who have made, like, millions of dollars playing the game. It's a lot less so with the content side. How many people... I don't think that many people are making millions of dollars when I first got into poker. At least I didn't think so. Like, when I first got into poker, I thought I was like, yeah, you can make six figures a year. Yeah, And now that I can do that and my overhead is low, fortunately for me, it's better in my, like, in my opinion for like what I want to do <laughs> back to the stuff. Yeah. Probably <laughs> Southern September. <laughs> Give me some extra sub break back. Uh, like just for the things that I want to do, like I'm kind of enjoying it and I'm comfortable, but I see where the growth could lead. And if it doesn't, there's no problem because I can still have the time to play online poker and do very well. Like my hourly is way better, not streaming and playing, a. Uh, online or maybe like call it finding app games doing this that or whatever but like those are some things that like you don't really want to do um from a personal standpoint i like the way that my time is being spent now do you ever see yourself in it going on like the path that berkey went like where now he's in like a, a regular pretty high stakes game live game at you know at bellagio where you'd you know you'd play maybe four or five days a week no i don't think so where you could have a Really high run rate. I don't think so. Make a lot of money. Doesn't feel like it's for me. Get to play with a lot of fun people. I'm sure. You, like, I'm sure it's a great time. Um, yeah, it's just also right. like I would rather it, spend my time is playing it the online. The grind of it. You don't want to like. Is it? It's just. 
part of it. Like part yeah. of it's just like the, it's just a different kind of game. Mm-hmm. I, I still love tournaments and I still right. love playing tournaments where Sundays I look forward to. I'm like, oh man, mm-hmm. like I can't wait to play more tournaments. Right. Yeah. And I have a good time doing it. And then during the day, it's like, well, with the schedule that I have now, while also you trying want, to live the balanced lifestyle, right. mm-hmm. call it like doing the podcast Monday to Friday, also lifting, also doing these well, things. At what point? At what point do you shift your focus to making a higher hourly? Because uh, you know, you say that you love playing online and and all of these things, but um, whenever you make the the strong commitment to play the 200 blitz pool, mm-hmm. you're you're kind of foregoing the opportunity to make a lot of money. And the sense of going to go play live or uh, go just any play higher stakes online or yeah, higher stakes online, uh, more volume elsewhere. Like if if you're willingly taking on a pool that you don't think offers a ton of win rate outside of rakeback. It seems as though like you're you're almost potentially or purposefully capping yourself. Well, it just depends on where you see the growth from the creation standpoint. Like if I think like call it from a Twitch audience, uh, things increase. Call it uh, more. Well, why does that it's, matter? You could yeah. stream one KNL and have the same sort of growth metrics, right? Right. You're saying like why not play higher? I mean, Man. if you, if 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 you think that you're making zero to three big blinds. Uh, per hundred in two hundred blitz, and you think you're making zero to three big blinds per hundred in one KNL? Right. You're making way more money at one KNL. You should do the same thing. I think part of it's just like for the view, like viewing experience. Like I love, I'll play whatever. It doesn't really necessarily matter to me. At the same time, I know it's a lot more engaging to watch like four tables at once when there's things going on. Like I just had some conversations with friends about it that don't even play poker, where it's like it's really. Like it's like almost like mesmerizing to watch like four tables at once. It's like how is how is all the stuff happening at one time? Yet there's still like a method to the madness. Yeah, I'd be curious to hear Jeremiah's take on this after having put in uh, a, a lot of time streaming. It seems as though he really does enjoy it. Uh, I'm wondering how much he thinks it affects his win rate, and then I'm also wondering like how much he deviates off of his normal um, game selection. Based off the fact that he's streaming, and my best guess is that he doesn't. He'll I think just play he just. Whatever. I think he just plays he's what like he me. would play. But he'll play whatever. Is the difference? Yes. Yeah. And I guess like that's my point is that at the end of the day, I think that he's still focused on having Increasing the highest hourly. win rate and having the best hourly that he could possibly mm-hmm. have, which is ultimately what playing poker professionally is all about. Right. You just ask. You're basically just asking why you play in the blitz pool instead of other other options. Yeah. Or like, why not? Why aren't you grinding the online bracelets every day? Like. First of all, that'll bring in way more viewership. Yeah. Way, way, way more viewership. So not it can't be about MTTs. the content thing. Huh? I can't. Not a lot of stream MTTs. Okay. So that's why I'm not streaming basically. Oh, okay. Fair. You're on Twitch and all that streaming MTTs? No, you are, but like for personal reasons, it's like, uh, ah, like oh, called. Gotcha. gotcha. Yeah. No, no MTTs. Okay. For now. I mean, <laughs> I didn't know that you had the secret sauce like that. Yeah. No, I, I didn't either. <laughs> yeah, the, you got to get better yeah. MTTs before that. I just feel like if you're you streaming need to get poker, better cash. Or they'll say, "Go ahead, stream cash." When there's caches on your own. <laughs> well, I mean, for cash, it's on my own action. Yeah, I'm back from MTTs, I, I I get so you. they're just like, "Hey, like we don't want right. you streaming." Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that makes sense, right? Sure. I mean, kind of. I, I would make the same argument with him streaming cash. It's it's still his thought process, kind of out in the ether. Uh, there isn't that big of a divide between mm. MTTs and, and cash. I agree with you. Yeah, other people don't really. Uh, not in that sense, like from their side. So, but like, do you see yourself? People see them as different you, things, like cash or tournaments. With do you see yourself want? Okay, so like, do you see a path where you want to like 
play at a very very high level and like is that lean more towards tournaments and not so much cash or both or vice yeah, versa it's one of those weird like where does like where does the win take you because call it like poker masters going on uh there's definitely win rate in the better tournaments like the first the early ones like the 10ks mm -hmm. like i feel like i'm right. definitely winning and selling wouldn't be an issue but then it becomes the issue of also hourly in a sense right because now if you're selling mm -hmm. call it 90 percent to uh, a 10k and for me personally like when i would sell the stuff now like i'd rather just like sell a face so okay now you're playing a 1k where you're playing in some of the best in the world and you're maybe winning five percent if you're lucky so now you're making fifty dollars to go play a 1k where instead you could be doing something else and having a higher hourly so the hourly is definitely still an important thing because i do find like I would love to go play Poker Master stuff and like go have a good time in that arena and experience what a full series is like with that, you know? Mm -hmm. But at the same time, there's also the, it's not your capital at risk too. Sure. Yeah, I, I mean, well, I think that's the, the sole reason to put in high volume at a low hourly is to make it be your capital, but that doesn't seem to be your objective in this particular instance. Um, so I guess like that's why... Uh, my mind shifts then to well where is the highest hourly available right right like it, it seems as though there's well, like the, conflicting things at odds here yeah it just because i could stream wsop playing 2-5 and at the same time like it doesn't matter what i effectively stream it's just like how you go about doing it but also from i think at this point it's not like i like the challenge for the purpose of saying I can beat the pool, but I definitely do like showing up and playing in the blitz pool. Even I think though people I know just enjoy, I mean, not just speaking of you, but I think people in general just enjoy uh, like mindless structure. So not having to game hunt, not having to be on call, not having to, uh, you know, get paralyzed by choice day in and day out of like, am I going to play MTTs today? Am I going to play cash? Do I need to be here rigidly between these hours uh, or not? Or can I just fire it up whenever I feel like it? Uh, like these freedoms and structures definitely gravitate towards calming the mind where it's just like, I know that I'm a 200 blitz reg that will just play and stream whenever I have some downtime. Mm -hmm. And like, that's going to be as much energy and effort as I put into it. I think the problem is, is like, from my vantage point, that's just so much more of a recreational mindset. And I think that, I, I think that as a professional who's very talented and skillful, it's important to leverage those skills in the the highest way possible that doesn't allow you to burn out, doesn't allow you to um, kind of fall out of love with the game. Um, and, you know, doing these fun challenges and content and stuff like that is a good way to keep it less routine, I guess. Um but I think, and this doesn't just apply to you. I mean, we're, we're, we're kind of honing in on you because you're sure. the one under the microscope at this point. But I think <laughs> this is just like very commonplace for people who are trying to find their footing in this, in this career field is, is that uh, people like to dabble a lot. They like to keep it spicy. You know, they like to, to uh, keep the romance and the relationship, so to speak. And the issue is that you never, really, you never really focus in on the things that matter the most, which are bankroll growth, hourly growth, uh, you know, maximizing these spots and ensuring that you are progressing towards 
being freer in your 30s, right? Like, that's the one thing about being young is that... Uh, okay, my pushback is define free. Well, I, I was about to. Like, when you're young, you don't really have a lot of value for your time. So you don't attribute... Uh, a lot of high worth to it because time feels infinite you have a lot of it to expend and wasting it isn't really all that bad um, but as you get older in your 30s and 40s your time becomes very precious to you uh, life becomes very chaotic there's a lot of other things that you're responsible for you know we kind of had this conversation the other day where you were just like yeah i mean like i love mtts that's what i want to pursue but i also love lifting i love having these routines and building relationships and you know all this life stuff and it's like well you're just hitting the tip of the iceberg that stuff's never going away you're going to have it for the rest of your life and you're going to compound about another 100 things that you're responsible for year over year between now and when you die so it's like being mindful of how your time is being invested when you have a lot of it will free up a lot of time on the back end whenever you have a lot less of it and i think like you know if i could speak to my younger self that would have been the the area that i would have said like you know pay a little bit more attention to well what did you do then that you would have changed so the thing that i now? think i did right was i always gave myself the highest opportunity at, at a windfall or a big ceiling right so at the expense of going dust yeah obviously at the expense of going dust but i gave myself big asymmetrical upside dust yeah right she's living um, a good life so i was basically trying to buy myself time in the future by just like setting myself up with a big score what i would have done differently however was just hone in on a single skill or maybe not a single skill but hone in on a sing single craft right so put a lot of my focus to um uh, ba basically like getting myself into a pool proving to myself that i could beat a pool and then trying to progress through that pool as quickly as basically trying to speed run it, right? And what that would have done is it would have mitigated my risk a little bit. So whenever I did have big scores, when I have a 50K uh, Venetian win or whatever, I'm not just playing 1020. Instead, like, I know what my win rate is. I know what my hourly is at 510. I grind that out until I can double it to 100K and then I move to 1020. Like, I would be, I would basically would have just been able to project... Uh, where my failure points and where my successes would be a lot better if i was mindful of the fact that we are playing for an hourly wage rather than uh you know just big scores but back then that wasn't the way we viewed poker yeah well i'm just i think i've played probably 70 hours so if we're playing 70 hours with the assumption that i'm winning uh let's just call it 75 dollars an hour just for not even using 100 uh if you end up playing what like 2000 hours um, yeah, it's 150k a year. Yeah, so like at some like call it the short term, long term, or whatever. Where it's like that in itself is like a good way to go from like if I was if if someone told me, hey, if you just like played Blitz whenever you had free time and streamed it, you would make 150k. Like you would make 150k this year. Well, that's not that though. 2,000 <laughs> hours is that's not just lot. you playing in well, free time. Sure. That's 40 hours a week. Yeah, it's a full time job. Yeah, that's yeah. eight hours a day, five days a week. It's essentially a full time a job with no vacation time. Yeah, right. Pretty brutal. While you're also still trying to juggle all these other things that you're talking about, like right. you're you're nowhere near on pace to play 2,000 hours. You're probably right. not on pace to pay a thousand. It's so it. People say 2,000 hours. I like, like, it's just a given. They throw it out. But yeah, I know. But like, when, when you really break it down, it, it is a lot. It is a lot. And it's, it's grinding literally every day, five days a week, eight hours a day, or 
seven days a week, yeah. six hours a week, put, six put hours it, a day, you know. Compare it this way. You, you probably work out somewhere in the neighborhood of 400 hours a year. You probably, uh, you probably are on this podcast set for somewhere in the neighborhood of 350 hours a year. That's 15% of a 2,000 hour work year. Mm -hmm. Right? So it's like uh, just those two activities alone, let's say. Take that are, times six. <laughs> right. Are, are equating yeah. to about 800 hours, right? Yeah. Now multiply that by two and a half. And you need to be playing that blitz pool two and a half times more often than you're working out and playing the pod or being on the pod. For 2,000 hours. <laughs> yeah, right. that's a lot. Just to get to 2,000 hours. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. So I get, yeah, I mean, all right. Challenge is over. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, fans. Sorry, guys. Matt, the rain just the talked them out of it. No, I mean, but you know what? If you're gonna do it on uh, the Soft White channel, go for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, well, that really should be a thing. I, mean, I think that'd be great content. Yeah, I mean, I was thinking about it today too. Like, I I enjoyed streaming when I streamed, and I miss streaming. But the upside is so insanely low. Yeah. And I know that you don't see it that way because like you're kind of surrounded by content creators and you want to get into that space more, but you have to see it through my lens as well, where it's like, I have a much larger platform with an already baked in audience and wasn't moving the needle at all. Like getting 800 to a thousand viewers concurrent sounds amazing, but it's really very insignificant when it comes to if, if you're, if, if the end goal is like, how do I monetize this? Right. Uh, if I don't have a company, I don't monetize it. Nobody's going to come and pay me a quarter million dollars a year to stream to get a thousand people concurrent. Well, they just won't. You know, it's just not a thing. <laughs> Cricket, you broke his brain. No, because <laughs> honestly, I think in the poker space, nah, yeah. if you have a thousand concurrent on Twitch, I think you're doing all right. Am I wrong? It's yes, it's very good. It's just nobody's gonna yeah in any space, but just nobody's gonna pay you anything for it. Like Manscaped might come in and you know hit me with a fifteen hundred dollar ad read here and there. Well, it just depends. It's no different than the pod, you know. Like we did pretty well for ourselves during the the Robbie, but like doing well for ourselves was like yeah, barely covering costs. Hmm. Uh, oh, I guess it's all for nothing. So you want to be yeah. a poker player? So you want you want to be a content creator? Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, you just he wants like, to be both. He wants to be everything. Tough. Yeah. Well, I mean, he wants to be a bodybuilder. At, at end of the day, <laughs> I like betting on myself, so I'm going to trust myself on this one. And That's if I'm good. wrong, you should. And if, and if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. You should. I, I'm here I now just because want I bet on myself. To, I personally just want you to bet on your poker more than your anything else. You want to create content? Do it while you're on the pot. But like. I would just like to see you bet on yourself playing high stakes poker and winning lots and lots and lots of money. Like at some point you're going to have to face the fact that uh, you should be a millionaire. Right? Implied millionaire, Chewie calls it. Well, yeah, but the problem is, is you can't be an applied, uh, implied millionaire forever. At some point that becomes a failure. Right? So not, not if you not, win Circa. Not that you're, yeah, well, of it's course. True. Yeah. Not that you're at that point now. You're 24. Like, you, sh you shouldn't wake up tomorrow with seven figures. But the point is, is that you're on a path. You're on a trajectory where there. you can make yeah. a million dollars. You should wake up dollars. at 25 with a million. Yeah, I, I got it. You certainly shouldn't be 30 and not have a million. Like, that would be devastating, I think.
Good luck, buddy. Yep. <laughs> Alright, that's it from us, guys. Have a good weekend. I'm gonna go to LA and hang out with some friends. <laughs> stream, no stream today. No stream tomorrow. Oh, I, no I, stream Sunday. I can't wait. I can't I'll wait. I'll be back Monday. Twitch.tv slash Landon Tyson 30 cent off I'm actually, September. I'm actually very excited for this. I, I think a lot of what we said, uh, you know, can kind of apply <laughs> a little bit to Conrad as well. See, I streamed 17 you hours know? ago. <laughs> Uh, pium, 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 there's pium. a lot of money in the streets, boys. <laughs> yep, there's a lot of money it. in the streets. Everybody should go collect it. That's going to do it for us. I actually am hopefully going to go play myself, try to collect some of these uh, dollars in the streets as well. Same. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We appreciate you. Don't forget, uh, today there is a special sign-up bonus of $500 match on Underdog Sports, or Underdog Fantasy, rather. Uh, head on over there. You can hit hashtag underdog in the chat. It will give you the link or click the link below. Use S4Y as a sign-up code. Big shout-out to our sponsor, Underdog. We appreciate you so much. That's going to do it for us. We're going to be back Monday at noon Pacific. We'll see you guys all then. Peace. Later, squad.